Welcome to the latest episode of the Keeping Pace podcast. I'm your host, Mike Moreau. Liz Nieves is my latest guest. For someone who really didn't enjoy running growing up, it is really cool to see how it has changed her life. We get into her love of running, the impact the 2013 Boston Marathon has had on her, and of course, food. I hope you enjoy the episode and share with friends. Enjoy the conversation. Hi, Lizbeth. How's it going? Good. How are you? Doing okay. Uh, how, how's your day been? It's much better now that I am home and not in Friday night traffic. So much better. Oh, yeah. I can imagine that not being any fun at all. <laughs> no, I there's one thing I don't like about driving is traffic. I can drive for as long as you want, but not stuck in traffic. That's not something I enjoy. I don't think anyone does, but <laughs> ah, I'm home. <laughs> yeah. How are you? How are you today? Good, good. I'm just getting uh, back into running post Boston. So, you know, I got a, I got a late minute like jog in tonight before our talk. So that awesome. felt good. Yes. So yeah, let's uh let's start there. Since uh, the last time I saw you was in Boston, how are you? How are you feeling post Boston? I am much better. Um, I am very surprised at how my body um, responds after a marathon. Um, this was my third marathon of the year, and Monday night I was very sore and tired. And I was very surprised on Tuesday morning to, I was, I was sore, but not as bad as I thought I would be. Um, I flew back to Chicago Tuesday night and getting off the plane was interesting, probably funny (laughs) for people watching me walk, (laughs) but, um, I felt great on Wednesday. I could not believe my quads were not sore at all. And I started running um, last Sunday. Um, it was difficult, but I feel much better now. So much better. You said this was your third marathon of the year. What other two marathons have you done? I did the um, Port Angeles Marathon. And actually, it was the Olympic Park um, Marathon in Port Angeles, Washington on June 6th. And then I did the Run with the Horses Marathon in Wyoming and Boston a little over a week ago. Sounds like a sounds like a fun year. It's been fun. Yes. Running makes things very interesting, fun, and better, I think. <laughs> That's true. We we kind of jumped forward a little bit. So let's uh give some give people a little bit of an, an introduction on yourself. Sure. Um, Well, my name is Lisbeth Nieves, but I go by Liz. I am 47 years old. I am the oldest of four, two brothers, one sister and me. I was born and raised in Mexico and I have been living in the greatest city of the world uh, for the past um, almost 25 years. And I've been running since 2003. So how did how did you get into running? I started running when I was in junior high in Mexico. I had to run to um, pass physical education class. I didn't like it. It was horrible. It was a a terrible experience because it was the 80s. (laughs) 
and I had no running shoes, no training. Um, it was the day of the, that we had to run was a hot day and it was just not a, a good experience. But when I came to Chicago in um, 1997, I saw people running at the lakefront and I wanted to be one of them one day. And it was not until 2003 when I signed up for my first marathon, the Chicago Marathon, that I started running and I got hooked into running and I've been running ever since. Was the marathon your first race ever? Yes. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's a pretty big jump. What what made you decide to just dive right in instead of something like a 5K or even a half? <laughs> um, I honestly didn't know that there was anything else besides a marathon. Um, in 2002, my cousin took me to see the lead runners of the marathon. And I was amazed by how fast they came and went out of sight. And I obviously never thought I could run like them, but I wanted to run a marathon. I got so inspired by the people that were after the lead runners and then just uh, regular people trying to run a marathon. That was very inspiring. And I said, I'm going to run a marathon next year. I sign up and here we are. <laughs> yeah. How, how many have you done now? Um, Boston was my 43rd marathon. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you. I, I am very happy that I've been able to um, continue to do this for this long and overall healthy. Um, I've had my share of injuries, but, you know, I keep going to physical therapy, getting strength training, and it keeps me running. So I'm still here and I hope I can run for a long time, hopefully. Yeah, it sounds like you do a lot to take care of your body. I also want to ask, what what brought you to Chicago from Mexico? Well, my family, I have family here. I came to visit um, a few times before we moved here. Um, we obviously um, came looking for a better life, for better opportunities. And Chicago, the U.S., have been our home for almost 25 years. I am very grateful for the opportunities that this great country has given me and my family. Um, this is my home, and I am very grateful to be here. Yeah, Chicago is an awesome place, and I know... We're, we're, I'm glad to have you here because it's been nice running with you from time to time. Thank you. <laughs> I am very glad to. Running has been um, obviously a very important part of my life. And I am very grateful for running, for being here, and for all the opportunities that I've had since I came to the U.S. So growing up, you didn't really like running. Did you Did you play any other sports? What, you know, what did you do as a kid? you know, before you, you really got it in the running? Well, I tried a bunch of things. My, I have two younger brothers and a younger sister. I'm the oldest of four, like I said before, but I was never into sports. I was um, really not sporty at all, athletic. Um, my brothers, my both of my brothers started playing American football um, at a very young age. And I was a cheerleader for 15 years. Um, 
but that was that was it. I I tried other sports because of my brothers, like taekwondo, um, soccer, volleyball, but no, I couldn't do it. <laughs> so um, when I started running in junior high, just to pass the physical education class, I also didn't like it, and I thought that I will never run again. But um, when I started running training for my first marathon, I really enjoy running and it's been wonderful. You know, there have been times where it's painful and it's been difficult at times, but running is such an important part of my life and I I really enjoy it. How did you, you know, begin the journey of training for your first marathon? Did you have a group did you, or did you train for it solo? I joined the, um, well, I, I had no idea how to train for a marathon. I was trying to look how to do it. Um, I think I missed the registration window and someone mentioned that I could be uh, part of a organization, raise funds for an organization and be able to run the marathon. So um, I went somewhere, I think it was a grocery store and I saw a thing to join the um, AIDS Foundation of Chicago. I called them and they said, yes, you can run with us. You have to raise funds for the organization. And that's how I did it. They gave me a training. Um, it was a wonderful experience. I got to know people that I am still in touch with until today. Uh, most of us ran our first marathon that year and it was fun. Um, it wasn't that much fun to run the race, but um, somehow I'm still running marathons. Yeah. So I've asked a couple of people who, you know, on this podcast, what was their, you know, first marathon like? So I'm curious to hear some of your stories. Well, the training process was, was fun. Um, I had so much fun training with the group that I, that I, that I trained with. Um, I got to know 11 other people from different backgrounds and they made the experience a lot of fun. The race itself was really hard. Uh, I think it was around mile eight or nine where I had the most horrible pain I ever experienced before. Um, I developed somehow IT band syndrome and it happened to be very painful. And so I walked and ran for the rest of the race. I was at some point really worried that I was not going to be able to finish, but I did. Um, it was not like I said, not the best experience that I was hoping for, but it was very humbling, very amazing in a way to have the support of complete strangers on the street cheering me to finish my race. And I was very happy to finish in five hours, 45 minutes and 43 seconds. <laughs> I I think that was... That sounds like similar time to my first marathon too. I, I don't remember the exact time, but it's impressive that you remembered it. Yeah, I, I cannot forget. I was really worried that for some reason the finish line was not going to be there when I finished. And um, because I had raised money for an organization, I had told people who helped me raise the funds that um, my name was going to be on the paper <laughs> and that my name was going to be on the finisher's book. And I have heard that they take down the finish line after six and a half hours. And that was so, such a worry that I had the whole time that I was there, just 
hoping that I could make it before they took the finish line so that I could prove to those people that helped me raise funds that I finish and that they were, you know, that they were able to help an organization and that I was not going to let them down by not finishing the race. So, it's, you know, it sounds like you had a tough, but, you know, you finished your first marathon. What, what brought you back? Cause I know that's an, that would be enough for some people to say, you know, I did it. I checked it off my list and I'm never going to do it again. Well, as incredible as to my sound, um, I was in so much pain for the last, I don't know, 16 miles of the race that I thought at some point I'm not going to be able to finish. But once I crossed the finish line, my pain went away. And I loved the feeling of accomplishing something that I never thought I could do, given my experience in junior high. Um, And just, you know, the accomplishment of doing something so big for me um gave me the um gave me the the opportunity to dream to do more um the people that i was training with mentioned the boston marathon and i thought oh i can run boston maybe one day and uh, i found out that i had to qualify to run boston and so you know it was one of my goals and so that kept me running that kept me trying to qualify until it happened and when did you qualify for your first boston i qualified running chicago in 2012 um i qualified on a day that i least expected i actually tried for five years um and I was coming short every single time. I think actually the year before I qualified, they lowered the times even more. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to make it. You know, I was I was really having a hard time trying to make 345. <laughs> and then they lowered the time to 340. And uh, I, I thought, no, there's no chance I can I can I can qualify. And so the one day in 2012, when I ran the marathon, as a female runner, you know, our bodies go through so many changes. Um, one of them, sometimes, you know, us female runners or cycles change. And so I was not prepared to have my period that day. <laughs> and um, I had to ask for help. Other runners were able to help me. And I was having such a hard day running. I was cramping really bad. And um I just thought that I was not going to make it. I stopped actually looking at my watch, just thinking, you know, I'm not going to make the time that I need. But I kept running. I actually found a friend at mile 14 that told me, why are you running so fast? I almost missed you. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to make it. He knew that I was trying to qualify for Boston. And he's like, I think you can make it. So he said, just keep running as hard as you are. You have been running and I crossed the finish line at 338, 36. So I was just in disbelief. I could not believe I actually ran a qualifying time, but I did. And I was lucky enough to um, still make it for Boston 2013. Oh, that's so that's that's quite that's quite the experience. Like, so, (laughs) (laughs) so, I mean, 
from not qualifying for five years, you know, and having that big goal for basically nine years, what, yes. where did you learn that resiliency to, to keep you going during the race and to keep trying to qualify? You know, um, I had some really bad races where I thought my running days are over, but my family has always been very supportive. My brother, um, the one that lives here, he um, he started running with me and he said, I'm going to help you. We're going to run together. And we tried for five years and we keep all coming short every single time. Um, my family keep telling me to not give up, to keep trying and, you know, having a bad race and missing your qualifying time is hard for everyone. But I learned that it's not, you know, something that can define the rest of your running days or the rest of your races. Um, I just, you know, my family keep encouraging me to keep trying and to keep my goal. And that's what I, I've been doing ever since I, I am, you know, very, fortunate to have had the support of my family and lots of friends that have, you know, keep just telling me that I can do all of these things. And yeah, it's, it's been, it's been quite the experience. Yeah, it, it definitely sounds like it. And, you know, you were new to Chicago and you said 1997. Yes. And then you started running in, uh, 2002 yeah yes so how did you you know build your running community after you know raising the charity raising the money for the AIDS foundation well um it was really hard for me to raise the money I don't like asking people for money but um I found later the same year that there are there were running groups um I, the next year I signed up to run with Kara and I ran with them for five years. The five years that I actually, um, ran with them. Um, I met so many people and I found that there were other running groups. Um, I found out that Fleet Feet had a running group and, um, that's how I have met most of my running friends. And I have built very strong relationships, friendships with friends over the years and yeah running has opened my my life to very other experiences and has made me grow my friendships with so many people kind of going off of that note i'm curious to know how running how yeah how running has changed your life since you've been here you know besides besides making friends and you know getting a a bigger community? Well, I, I think running, um, has changed my life forever. I love the freedom that running gives me. I love to have that time of the year of the day where I go for a run and I feel so much better after I run. Um, I love the feeling of accomplishment of, you know, from finishing a race, even if it's not a good one, <laughs> it's always a good thing to finish. And my main goal for doing a race, running has has been a life-changing experience. Um, like I said before, my first Boston was 2013. I 
actually thought it was going to be one of the happiest days of my life. And in the, and in the end, end up being one of the worst. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, it makes me very emotional to talk about it. And, but yeah, running has, has been an amazing experience. Running has given me a lot. Running has given me a lot of friends. I've been able to travel to other places for different races. And I have met some of the most wonderful people that are in my life through running. And, you know, um, at some point I was able to convince both my two brothers and my sister to run a marathon with me. And that was that was also an amazing experience, something that they were so grateful to um to share with me and yeah it's 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 been fun fun and and hard sometimes but running has also helped me cope with um very different things um running boston in 2013 like i said was was really hard was something i not expected no one did um it changed my life forever um I have PTSD from from being there, from not finding my family. And running has helped me heal from that experience. And and for that I'm very grateful. Yeah, I can I can imagine. I can't imagine actually what being there was like because I wasn't there. I only you know, watched it on TV and, and saw all of that, um, the aftermath and, you know, you know, the, the chase of trying to get the, the two guys. Um, so, you know, 2013 was obviously very tough and, you know, it was just, you know, I can tell, see your, hear your voice in it being very emotional. Were you able to get back to Boston in 2014? And what has it been like going to Boston back you know after you know each time you've been because i can imagine that it's it's always something that's going to be kind of in the back of your mind yeah um well i had no idea what was happening um i was able to finish the race at 409 um and for four hours and nine minutes and so the first bomb went off when I finish, um, when I heard that, I didn't know what was happening. And then I was waiting for my family because my whole family was there to see me finally run the Boston Marathon. I had also friends that went to cheer me for the race. So it was just chaos. It was very hard, very difficult to find each other on a city that was and panic and in a complete chaos. Um, I am very grateful to God that my family, my friends were all okay. No one was harmed, um, but very, very sad for the people that, that hurt. Um, that obviously changed my life and a very, in a, in, in a way that I never expected. Um, I could not, I couldn't go on 2014. I didn't make the cutoff time. And I think in a way I was happy not to go 
I was not ready. Uh, when I went back was um, 2015, and it's been always very emotional going there. I before going there, leading up to race day, it's always like a roller coaster of emotions for me. But um, I love going there to you know, to keep running, to keep trying to show people that even when you go through difficult times, doing the one thing that you love can help you heal. Um, It's been difficult at times because I have to still deal with emotions, Um, but running helps me and going there I know there is one of the most safest places to be ever since. So it gives me peace to know that I am safe and everyone else is safe. And, you know, just the fact that I am able to go um, and I have been able to going back every year after that, um, I'm very grateful for that, for the opportunity that it has given me. Yeah, I I could tell how much you really enjoyed, you know, being there when we went on our our shakeout run before, you know, this year's race. Because I remember telling you, I was like, yeah, I don't I don't really remember any part of the course. (laughs) And you were telling me (laughs) how much you remembered it. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's been it's been. You know, every year is a different experience. Actually, 2019 was the best one until this year. 2019, I was able to run with two friends, Lisa and Caitlin, and I gave them a tour (laughs) of the Boston Marathon course. I was telling them um, what to look for, what was next, um, and they made it so much fun. Um, So... You know, and like, I don't know, running the marathon this year was also very different from what you see every year in April. So it was, it was fun in a way too. Yeah. I want to ask you about this. This is just like my own personal question. What, what did you think of the rolling start and all the other weird changes this year? You know, I, I really liked it. I really like the fact that we didn't have to wait hours to start. Um, The one thing I didn't like was that there was no no official start for our wave. (laughs) I was expecting, you know, the official saying, are you ready? And, you know, the sound of the gun and also having the national anthem sing before we started running that part I missed. Um, I missed also mm, some of the people, like there was not that many people on the course as in previous years. Um, it was different to see the trees <laughs> with leaves <laughs> instead of bare trees um, for early spring in Boston. But it was, it was interesting. I, I really liked the fact that we didn't have to wait uh, that I didn't have to wake up at, you know, four in the morning and start until 10 o'clock at the, you know, um, 
but yeah, that, that, that was something I, I liked, but I missed also, you know, seeing the people on the course and a lot more other runners. Yeah. I, I definitely miss the, uh, camaraderie amongst the runners, you know, from different corrals and waves, just because I think it, it helps calm the nerves a little bit. I feel like oh, when yeah. I got, I feel like when I got off the bus this year, everybody was just running and I knew most likely it was like people were just running to go to the bathroom, but it still yeah. made me very nervous. I was like, are we starting? Am I late? I don't know. I just, it threw me off a little bit. Yes, yes, yes. That, that was something very different. And, um, the, the only part that I like about the rolling star was not the waiting part for, you know, for so many hours. Um, but yeah, it, it was, Definitely an interesting uh, change of settings. So you've run, uh, you said forty three marathons. Yes. Do you do you have a favorite or a favorite story from one of those marathons? Oh, you know, even though I have had some tough races, I think I I really enjoy all of them. Um, Boston is my favorite of all even though, you know, my, my not so good experience in 2013, but, um, every, every race I've run, every marathon I've run is very special. Um, and, um, 2019, I, I ran a marathon on my birthday and I ran the air force marathon in Ohio. And, um, it was very interesting. I, started with a lot of people and then I found myself basically alone <laughs> during the last few miles of the race and I was just surprised that people were like going crazy when I was running and I was like what is going on why are these people going like crazy well it happens that I finished third place for the whole marathon <laughs> And I didn't realize that that happened until way after I finished when people were calling me to go get, um, you know, like a special uh, prize for finishing third. And um, it was just, you know, something that I never expected in a race. Um, yeah, so that's that's one of the funny stories. Um, but you know, every, every single race, even though sometimes it's not a very good experience, um, because I'm in pain because I have hit the wall and I cannot go anymore. Every single one has, has a special place in my heart. Yeah. That's a really cool story to just accident, not <laughs> accidentally finish third, but unknowingly finish third in a race. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was the prize? Do you remember? Um, well, I got a special, um, it's like, um, it's, it's an actual air model of an airplane. Um, it's a plaque that is, that he has a, a, an airplane. And I also got a thousand dollars in the mail. <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. I would definitely yes. <laughs> love to accidentally finish in third place someday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never expected that. Never, never in my wildest dream. I expected to actually finish third for an entire marathon. <laughs> um, but guess what? It happened again. Um, I finished 
third again on the marathon that I ran with two other members of the Fleet Feet racing team. We went to run the Run with the Horses Marathon in Wyoming this past August. Um, it was incredible. <laughs> I remember, yeah, Cynthia was telling me about that race. Did you did you get stopped too by the animals Animal Crossing? Yes, I was so afraid of the horses. They were beautiful, stunningly beautiful. They were huge. Um, and, you know, to have them look right into my eyes and be like, okay, this is our home and you have to wait for us to cross was, was something that I never thought it would happen. I never in my life thought that I would run with horses. And um, the, the course was very difficult, but the views were amazing. They were breathtaking and the experience was just amazing. And and then to finish third <laughs> was incredible too. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it sounds like you've had some pretty awesome times running. The one thing that, you know, I've wanted to ask you about is when you, you mentioned you got your, your siblings to run a marathon. What was, what was that journey like for you? And what was it like for you watching them complete it? Uh, it was, it was completely amazing. Um, my, both of my brothers and my sister play American football growing up. Um, so they have always been involved in sports. Um, and when I took off running, uh, it was kind of funny because they all thought that I was crazy because I was running marathons and I was like well why don't you guys run with me someday um my brother my uh, brother Afonso lives here in the in Chicago my youngest brother Kiki lives in Mexico and my sister she's the youngest she lives in Germany so I told them um I'm just gonna sign you up for the marathon they agreed to do it and I gave them my training program and we all train on our own. And for race day, it was such a fun experience for me <laughs> because I was the experienced runner and the three of them kind of suffer. <laughs> and it was, that was not the fun part. The fun part was to actually, you know, run with them. Like we had so much fun on the course. We were, you know, like laughing with people, high-fiving everyone. We dance with people, we stop and had a beer with some other people. We stop and had food with some other people. Um, it was just fun. My sister suffered the most. Uh, she's not a runner. She doesn't like running. She did it for me, for the experience of the four of us to run a marathon, but she said never again. Uh, my two brothers have run all their marathons and they continue to run, not marathons, but they run for health, for, um, for fun. But no, my sister said one and she's done. That's so cool that you got them all to do at least one. And then they, yes. you know, they <laughs> did it for you. And at least two of them are still running because of it. Yes. What did they say their experience was like? And, you know, what kind of advice did you give them before it? Well, um, I had run a few marathons before. And so I, I, I told them and everyone that asked me for advice about running to listen to their bodies. Um, my sister was having a really hard time because she's not a runner. She doesn't like running at all. 
And I told her, you know, it's okay if you don't finish, we can do it again some other time. And she was like, no, I'm going to do this once and I'm going to be done. Um, So I I always told them, you know, when we were training to listen to their bodies, to to pay attention to how they felt, to not, not to push it, because we were doing that for fun. We were not going for time at all. Um, I just wanted to have that experience with my siblings and they were kind enough to agree to, to do it. And, and we definitely had a lot of fun. Um, we, I think we finished like four hours and 22 minutes and whatever seconds, but yeah, overall, I think it was, it was fun for all of us. Um, we had a few beers after, uh, one of my favorite pictures with my siblings is the four of us at the finish line, each of us with a beer on our hands and toasting to never doing that again. <laughs> yeah. That's just one of those cool things that I, I can't even imagine that you, when you first started running that you ever could have imagined, but it's just a, a cool experience <laughs> that running brought you. Yeah. So such a cool experience. You know, we're going to kind of change course just a little bit. Um, sure. so I hear, I hear you are a vegan Yes. and uh, Cynthia, Cynthia kind of mentioned, I should ask you kind of about your, your vegan journey. Cause, um, I know you've got some, some food allergies and so yes. how does that, af- how does that affect your running and how has that changed your life? You know, I was, um, having, uh, digestive issues when I turned 30. Um, I noticed that some foods were not agreeing with my stomach anymore. And I started gaining weight. Um, I had no idea what was the issue. So I went to different doctors. I went a bunch of times to the emergency room because I didn't know what was wrong with my stomach. I was in so much pain until I finally went to get tested for allergies, for food allergies. And I was told that I shouldn't eat gluten, corn, and stay away from dairy. So since 2011, I stopped eating corn, gluten, and dairy products. And I noticed um, that my running didn't suffer at all. And I actually felt so much better. I noticed that I will recover so much faster from a hard run and from every marathon ever since. And so going vegan last year wasn't that hard because of my food allergies and because of the food restrictions that I had. I am lucky that I have not had any cravings of meat <laughs> up to this point. Um, there have been times where um, I smell people, you know, like cooking, having a barbecue and um, I imagine what are they eating because it smells so good. But um, I have not had the temptation of having a yummy steak or a delicious fish or something, you know, that I am not longer eating. Um, it hasn't been that bad at all. I have found that contrary to what I thought before being vegan, um, I thought vegan food was not good. That vegan food was not tasty. And, you know, I have found out that it is the complete opposite. Vegan food is very flavorful. Um, and there is a great variety of foods that you can eat. I am not missing on anything. And I actually feel that for me, uh, big, going vegan has been very helpful. 
do you have uh, a favorite vegan place in Chicago? Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> there are a few restaurants in the city that I love, but my favorite one is actually in Winnetka. Uh, it's called Spirit Elephant. They have so many delicious actually everything on their menu is delicious from the appetizers their entries the desserts and the drinks everything there is vegan and it's just delicious and actually you know like being vegan going to other cities and experiencing the vegan food in other places has been great i have not suffered from finding foods um you know, it's it's just been great, actually. That I've never heard of that place in Winneka. I I I don't know if you know this, but I coach at a high school in Winneka. Yes. So that might be that might be a place I have to check out or let others know. Yes. If, if you want to go, I'm down to go. <laughs> That's <laughs> I. It's just that you know I live in the city, but it's kind of like a long drive. Um, but anytime. I love going there. It's it's my favorite place, I think, in Chicago. There are many other ones that I like, but I think that's my favorite. I've I've discovered a few vegan sweets place. I don't know if you, sweets places. I don't know if you've heard of um, Liberation Donuts is a is a good one that I really oh. I have that I like. Well, uh, the Flowered. So, have you ever been there? Yes, the Flowered yes. is great, and then. Uh, I can't think. There's another place on Armitage. Oh, Beacon Donuts. I don't know if you've ever been there too. Yeah, I have not been to that one, but Liberation Donuts, it's on my way to work. So yes, <laughs> I stop there um, very often to get my donuts from there. And the people that I work with, um, when they see me coming in with a box of donuts, they love me. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can imagine why. I mean, donuts are donuts and they, they still oh, taste yes. good. Yes. And those are very good. Um, okay. So I want, I do, I want to, I want to get back to running to, for yes. a, a little bit. And I want to ask you, you've been running a little bit longer than I have. And so I want to yes. ask you, how has the running community changed from when you started up until now? positively or negatively? Well, you know, I think um, it's been a positive change since I started running. Um, when I ran my first marathon, I want to say I was the, the only Hispanic in the group. Um, and then when I ran with Kara, um, I met a few other Hispanic people running there. And every day I'm, you know, I'm happy to see more and more people and more women running. Um, I've heard before that female runners are um, the majority of the running community, which that makes me very happy because, um, you know, it's always good to see other female runners there and, you know, like having fun running and running for their health and running for many other reasons. But yeah, I think it's been a positive change. Uh, since I started running, my first marathon was in 2003. And, you know, I've seen the running community change a lot in a positive way, of course. What has it been like to grow with that change? Because I, I can, you know, I can imagine you said you're like, you felt you were one of the only Hispanic runners in your group early on. Yes, yes. Yeah, most of my 
Um, in my group, yeah, I was the only Hispanic, the only Mexican. Um, when I first, when I did my first marathon, then when I started running with Kara, I saw that there were other Hispanics, um, Hispanic people running. So that that was great. I actually felt encouraged to keep running. Um, I've seen that there are now other running groups and um, Hispanic communities. And, you know, that's that's also very um, positive for the community. And a question I've asked a lot of people on the podcast is, you know, what what are some of your ideas or an idea that you have that is a way that we can make the local running community just a little bit more diverse? I know there are lots of groups making those changes, but do you have any other ideas? Well, I don't know, but, um, you know, as a female runner and a minority, part of a minority, um, I think that promoting the sport to minorities and underserved communities will help a lot. Um, I think that's the key to to include more people in the running community. Um, I feel very motivated to talk about running to anyone that shows interest in, in my running. Um, I love telling others how running has improved my life, my health, and how it makes me happy. And if they allow me to say that um, it will change their lives too, that it will improve every aspect of their life. Yeah, I, I think that's, you know, it doesn't have to be super difficult. I think like what you said is, is you know, kind of perfect, to be honest. So it, it will you know, impact you in ways that you don't even think about in long term. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. And and so kind of along those lines, one of the groups that is, you know, trying to make a change in Chicago is the the Windrunners group. And I saw that you, you know, you just did that, you know, find your fast. Was it six week training program? Yes. Yes. Um, what was that experience like for you? Oh my God. It was actually the highlight of my summer. <laughs> I have been a fan of them since I found them on Instagram and being selected to participate in the program was a truly dream come true for me. Um, they gave me an opportunity to train at a level that I never done before. Um, I don't, because I never took, you know, running as a sport before. I, I I really don't know how to run. I run by feel. And they um, had a program where I really enjoyed everything about it. Um, I met a group of amazing women with the same goals as me. We were all trying to to find our fast. We all work very hard every Thursday. Um, but we also had fun and it was just a wonderful experience. The wind runners and their coaches were very supportive. They help all of us in the program. Um, we all in the program PR after six weeks of training. Um, I never thought I could run that fast for me. Um, I ran a 10 second PR from my first trial to the running finale of the program. And I did it, you know, in the middle of 
my marathon season, um, I had run a marathon two weeks before the program finale. And, you know, I, I am very grateful. They gave me the opportunity to, to do that. That's pretty impressive to run a mile PR two weeks after a marathon. <laughs> I, I don't know how I did it. To be honest with you, my legs were trash. We, I, I had run the marathon in Wyoming and that marathon was very difficult. Um, a mutual friend of both of us, Bobby, said, oh, you want to run a marathon in Wyoming? And I was like, sure. And she said, well, start training for hills because the first two miles are uphill. Well, she lied to me. It was six miles, not two. And it was really difficult. I, I was not happy with her but I, when I was running uphill. But once I got to the top and I saw those beautiful views of the canyons and the wild horses, I I was like, okay, Bobby, um, it's okay. <laughs> so I trashed my legs <laughs> two weeks before running my fastest mile. And, you know, um, I think the program helped me also to run very well for that um, very difficult course in Wyoming. Yeah, it was just a, you can just call it a, an extended shakeout run. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah and you know the the coaches uh coach robin from the windrunners um and um the windrunners i told them i had a marathon in the middle of the training program and they were very accommodating they helped me um switch things around and you know their program was amazing it helped me so much i honestly never thought i could run that fast ever so I'm, I am very grateful for, for them, for giving me a chance to, to run with them. And, and, and besides the running, what was it like getting to know some of the other runners in the program, people you, you know, may not have met if it weren't for training with? Well, it's been amazing. We are still in touch. Most of us, um, I am in touch with, um, we were pairing groups and, um, the group of girls that I ran with, we text all the time. Um, in my in my group, we were it was five of six of us. Uh, five of them ran Chicago, and I ran Boston. So I was cheering for them during the Chicago Marathon, and then they were cheering for me for my Boston Marathon. Um, it's been a wonderful experience, you know, to make friends with um, with with. The people participating in the program, we we found that um, we come from all walks of life. We all have different jobs. We all do different things, but we are all runners. We are all female, and we were all, you know, trying to run faster. And we found a community, and we've been making the most the most of it. You know, we're still in touch. Um, we, with um, my little group, we have plans of celebrating our marathons in a couple of weeks. And, you know, we hopefully we can keep our friendship going for many years to come. That sounds great. And so one of the, the last running questions I want to ask you, and you've, you may have answered this in a different way, mm-hmm. but what is 
your favorite your what is your favorite way that running has impacted your life? Well, um, running has given me so much. Um, like I said before, you know, running my first Boston in 2013 was nothing like I imagined, but it gave me so much more than, you know, the experience of a horrible event. Um, that day made me realize how much I value my family and my friends and the running community in general. Um, the people in Boston were amazing that day. They, sorry, it's very emotional, but the people in Boston opened their homes for not only for me, but for many runners. They help us with food, with water, with helping us um, go in places. That was my first time in Boston, and they helped me get back to the hotel where my phone was and, and then helped me go to find my family. And, you know, running has just been so much in my life. Um, when I came back from Boston in 2013, um, I it, it just changed my life in so many ways. And I like to take and to make the best out of that horrible day. Um, a tradition was born that day. That day, I decided that I am going to celebrate every year for as long as I leave, um, my family, my friends, the love that I get from all of them, and just life itself. Um, every year until 2019, I have had my famous taco party. <laughs> uh, that's a day where I gather most of the people that are important for me and, you know, just to be all together, to have the most important people in my life all together at the same time for a couple hours. Um, it gives me so much. It gives me life. It gives me the energy to keep going and to keep, you know, doing what I love and, and also to give thanks for, for the gift of life, love, and running. So hopefully next year we'll get back to the taco party because obviously last year with the pandemic, we couldn't do anything. And this year was kind of difficult to do it too, but I'm hoping for a comeback on 2022. That's That sounds like such an awesome idea. And I, I love that you, you know, it's sad that it took such a great tragedy to, to kind of spur that idea, but at least you found a way to, you know, turn it into something positive and, and you've made some happy memories as a result of it. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, I have, you know, that, that day, um, I pick, um, a day in the, in the heat of summer so that everyone can come and, you know, just enjoy good food and drinks and 
and you know the people that um mean so much to me um you know to have them all together at the same time uh when possible some people cannot make it obviously but you know to have all that energy good energy in one place at the same time is just amazing and kind of in you know the transition from something fun what are some of the things outside of running that you do for fun oh um i am a huge football fan um football season is one of my favorite seasons too i love watching football if i could i will watch football monday thursday friday saturday and sunday every single week (laughs) um i i am a huge bears fan um i grew up with my brothers playing football and um i i just you know sundays for me i can spend the whole day on the couch watching football um i also love dancing i'm not a good dancer but i dance like no one is watching um i i enjoy my friends whenever you know they are available and i i really like also you know like now that i am vegan and that i know how to cook i love cooking for for my friends and my family. That, uh, yeah, I was going to, I figured you became a, a football fan watching your brothers. It, and I was, I was yes. hoping to get you to watch the Bears game in Boston, but we didn't get a chance to. No, um, I, we couldn't find it on our TV. And then um, it was dinner time. So I had to go get my food because of my food allergies. I had to make a, sp- a special order. Um, but I have the Bears app on my phone. So I was listening to the game <laughs> as I went to get my food. And then when I got back to the room to eat with um, my friends, um, I tortured them with uh, a football game. <laughs> yeah, I ended up uh, at getting rock bottom to turn it on. And these guys behind us were like, who's watching the Bears game? And I was like, me. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like yeah. who, who cares about the bears and i was like i do <laughs> yeah i uh, i i had to you know like i i follow the bears all the time so um i have the app on my phone and i was like i cannot watch the game but i can listen to it and you know that's how i end up um following the game that day uh Liz, thank you for joining me today. It was an awesome honor to talk to you and spend time with you and to learn a little bit more about you. Thank you so much. I I really appreciate um, you having me and giving me the opportunity to, to, you know, to say a little more about myself. And um, hopefully if someone can find anything interesting about my running story um hopefully they will get motivated to to run and you know or at least you know to find funny that i have won two third places in my running um history (laughs) 
I, I definitely think they will. And thank you again. And uh, I'll hopefully see you soon. Yes, thank you. And let me know if you ever want to go to Spirit Elephant. I'm down for it. I, I'm in Winneka every day. So that that definitely can happen at some point. All right. All right. Thank you, Liz. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join me, Liz. I hope you all enjoyed getting to know her and her story. Maybe one day I'll get the 43 marathons as well. Thank you for sharing your story with me. I will put in the show notes on where you can find her online and I'll talk to you soon.